get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. came on the air John Denton an excerpt from his newsletter was posted on cardinals.com on which cardinals are most likely to be moved at the trade deadline in that piece he wrote the following Jack Flaherty might not be out of uh, town just yet the Cardinals are still holding out hope that an 11th hour long-term extension can be reached before the Tuesday trade deadline that is according to a source with familiarity of the club's thinking to John Denton and John Denton joins us now via the 101 ESPN hotline John that is not something that I was anticipating waking up to today appreciate the time as always my friend can you expand on your report what is the latest that you are hearing on jack flaherty and the potential of him actually staying in st louis long term yeah guys thanks for having me um you know i think the cardinals are are scared to death of going into the offseason needing three pitchers you know you don't want to have to go into free agency needing three pitchers they would like to to maybe keep one of these guys i think they know deep down in their heart that that Jordan Montgomery is going to be a free agent, wants to be a free agent, wants to get max value. They think there might be a chance to, to talk Jack Flurry into staying. Now, there's been zero progress. Uh, I was told there hasn't even been an offer made, but the Cardinals are hoping to maybe use the deadline in their favor. Uh, I think, you know, I've been told they want him back. They're the He's the one that they think they could hang on to. He's the one they covet. Um if a deal could be worked out between now and the deadline, I think both sides would be happy. Uh, you know, the further down the road we get, the closer we get to the deadline, the less likely that's going to happen. But I do think the Cardinals will probably come in with a uh, an 11th hour offer for Jack and, and see if there's a way to keep him because they don't want to go into free agency needing three pitchers. John, it, I think this is probably a difficult question to answer, and I, I want to say that on the front end. So if I'm putting you in a bad spot, I apologize. But when the Cardinals think about what that rotation would look like in 2024, if Jack Flaherty were to resign, do you think they envision Jack being at the top of that rotation again? Or do you think their ideal scenario would be we acquire another pitcher that slots in ahead of Jack Flaherty and he is like a two or three for the Cardinals in 2024? Yeah. You know, Brent, not to straddle the fence, but it depends on what they could get. You know, I mean, if, if, if you can't get a number one, maybe Jack is your number one. Uh, you know, he definitely has that ability. Uh, you know, can he can he be that consistent again? Can he be that dominant again? Uh, you know, if they, if they bring him back here, it's going to be for big money. It's going to they're probably going to have to pay him like an ace to get him to to, to re up an extension now or to sign in free agency. Um, you know, I think you know it, it's all dependent. You know, can you go get another ace? If you can't, Jack could be your number one. Uh, like I said, there's been no offer made yet uh, to Jack, but I do know the Cardinals want to try to make an eleventh hour. 
uh, stabbed to try to keep him here. They value him. They 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 want him here. I think they know that Jordan Montgomery's uh, going to look elsewhere. It's going to take the maximum amount of dollars to sign him. They think Jack is is one that they might be able to hang on and keep here. But like I said, the closer it gets to the deadline, the less likely it is to happen because deals don't come together overnight. They usually take a couple of days. John, over the last couple of weeks, really, we've started to hear more and more names following the Cardinals saying that they were going to be selling and their focus was on improving for 2024. And since then, we've heard names that have basically been told to other teams, no, they're not available. And now contract extensions for Jordan Hicks, potentially, and for Jack Flaherty, potentially. Do you feel like the Cardinals are making the right decisions going into this trade deadline for 2024? Well, you know, there's so much of this is posturing. So much of this is, oh, they're not available, so you better up your offer. You know, they they might be available if you up your offer, like – Right now, with your what you're currently offering, they're not available. But you know that could change. There, there's posturing that goes on. There's lies that goes on. There's you know poker bluffs that are going on every day. And just because the guy's not available today doesn't mean he won't be available tomorrow. So a lot of times when you hear taking a guy off the market or he's not available, that just means come 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 at me with a better offer. Uh, I, I think a lot of that's going on. Uh, you know, maybe Tyler O'Neill's not available today maybe they're going to hang on to him today but that doesn't mean if a team ups the value of a pitcher they're going to give the cardinals that that wouldn't change tomorrow so this is you know very fluid uh you know a lot of poker being played on both sides i was told the other day john by somebody not with the cardinals but on the other side of uh the informed uh, conversations from the other side of these discussions uh, that the Cardinals are quote saying none of their guys are available end quote um, they then added that of course they they're talking about all of the guys that we don't want to trade here in St. Louis so the Gormans the Donovans etc how do you think the Cardinals view their current left-handed bats in terms of availability um, I think uh, Jordan Wall I think Nolan Gorman is uh, close to untouchable. You know, they, they did not want to trade him last year. They could have had Sean Murphy, but, you know, Nolan Gorman would be hitting all these home runs now in Oakland instead of St. Louis. Uh, he is he is as close to untouchable. You know, obviously you're not trading Paul Goldschmidt. You're not trading Nolan Arenado. You're not trading Jordan Walker. But I would say I would put him probably fourth on that list of players you're just not going to trade. Um, I think they could be talked into uh, trading Lars Newbark. You know, he's a guy they love. Uh, every teammate, everybody in the clubhouse loves Lars Newbar. You know, his infectious uh, personality, the way he plays the game, they all love him. But if a team were to blow them away, I think they, they could look to move him. Uh, but I would say that it's highly, highly unlikely that they would move Nolan Gorman. They do not want to trade him and see him go hit 40 home runs for another team. So if that's the case, John, and, and we've heard how much they do really want to keep Brendan Donovan, you mentioned Lars Newpar. We know Dylan Carlson's name's been floated out there. Can, can you see this team upgrading for 2024 via the trade deadline, or is this just still going to be a wait-and-see-until-the-off-season thing for the Cardinals? I think they could upgrade in terms of inches and not miles. You know, I think this could be a, a two-reliever type thing, You know, a seventh-inning, eighth-inning guy. Uh, maybe you add two more arms to the bullpen. You know, it's not going to be sexy. It's not going to blow fans away, but it could help you. It could even help you now, and it could help you in 2024. Uh, you know, fans want to go see the Cardinals go land an eighth. Well, if you do that, it's going to involve Nolan Gorman. It's going to involve Brendan Donovan. It's going to involve, you know, uh, uh, it's going to involve, uh, you know, pieces that really hurt. It may involve Mason Wynn. 
Uh, you know, if you want that kind of level pitcher, that's why I think it's going to be like a seventh, eighth inning guy. They know they have to re- restock their bullpen. They know they have to basically tear it down and start over. Uh, maybe you come out of a, a trade with uh, with two good arms out of the bullpen. I, I know that's not sexy, but I think that's more likely than landing an ace at the deadline. Uh, John Ditton is our guest for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. We always appreciate him joining us on the show. Uh, John, what is your understanding of the current situation? You mentioned the bullpen with Ryan Helsley and Jordan Hicks. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm a little surprised by this, but but I think the, from what I've been told, the organization values Jordan Hicks a lot more than they do Ryan Helsley. You know, the Helsley's injury history uh, the, the his unhappiness with the way the, the arbitration went uh, this past offseason, they value Hicks more than they do Helsley right now. He's the one that they would like to keep. And kind of like with Jack, I think they're going to make one more run at him. You know, a lot of teams use the deadline to try to use the deadline to their advantage. I would not be shocked if they don't offer Jordan Hicks an extension uh, in the next day or so and, and use the deadline to their advantage. But but as far as what I'm told from the organization's perspective, they value Jordan Hicks more than they do Ryan Helsley, which, you know, I, I, I kind of raise an eyebrow at that because uh, Hicks has had a, a wild all-over-the-place season. He obviously has the stuff. He has the talent. But, uh, you know, if one of those two go, uh, I think it will most likely be Helsley. But it could be Hicks if, if they can't work something out between now and the deadline. Do you think the Cardinals have learned anything about their arbitration handling based upon what we've seen over the last couple of years? You just mentioned it's frustrated. it frustrated Ryan Helsley. We certainly knew a little bit about that. Last year, we saw what happened with Tyler O'Neill and how that impacted his season. Are the Cardinals, do you think, should they change their approach to arbitration hearings based upon what we've seen happen in season with some of those players over the last couple of years? Yeah, Brandon, I think they've got to look at their model in whole. You know, there's there's the model the way they spend on pitchers, the model the way they handle arbitration. Like, arbitration has such a lingering effect. It, it gives the guys uh, feelings of bitterness. Uh, you know, it, it creates this bad ill will between the two clubs. And, you know, I get that you want to sign a guy at market value. Uh, you don't want to overpay for a guy. Uh, but it creates such so much animosity between the club and you know, I, I do think the Cardinals need to take a strong look at that. Just the way they need to take a strong look at how they pay pitchers, how they evaluate prospects. There's a lot of things that they need to put into that hopper of things that need to be reevaluated because, you know, Tyler O'Neill was crushed last year when he didn't work out an extension and Ryan Helsley, you know, it's taken him quite a long time to get over what went on, went on in, in uh, you know, in the arbitration process this past off season, so I, I would put it in the list of many things that the Cardinals need to reevaluate. John, we'll get you out of here on this. I know you are very high on the young Dylan Carlson. Who's he going to be an All Star for next year? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've heard Yankees. I, I've heard Yankees. That's what uh, Mark Feinstein of MLB has heard the same thing as well. And you know, like I said, this is Randy Rosarino, Dolis Garcia all over here. Their their biggest fear is they trade Dylan Carlson to the Kansas City Royals and he gets 25 home runs next year. You know, it's. I think everybody in St. Louis can see the talent there. Uh, Dylan just has to hit the ball better from the left side of the plate. Uh, he has a, had a lot more at-bats than Randy Rosarina had. He's had a lot more at-bats than Adolis Garcia. Uh, you know, when, when you pull the trigger, you know, I listened to your guys' interview with Al Avila the other day. Knowing when to pull a trigger on a guy's, you know, that, that's, that's a, a big-time skill and, you know, the Cardinals are scared to death that they deal Dylan and he, and he blows up somewhere else. 
At least we've never seen that happen yeah, before. It doesn't happen here, John. <laughs> hey, John, appreciate the time, man. Great reporting over at Cardinals.com. We'll be following all of your work there, certainly, and at John Denton 555 on Twitter as well. Thanks for joining us today and being flexible with your time. We'll talk with you again soon, my friend. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. You got it. That's John Denton, the great reporter for Cardinals.com, joins us every other week here on BK and Ferrari Owen.